Hello and thank you for tuning in to ReptileApartment.com's The Living Room, where we bring you interviews with today's top experts in the world of herpeticulture. We would first of all like to thank our unofficial sponsor, ComicKarma.com, your comics journey destination, which is run by Mr. Michael McClarty. In today's interview, we are talking with Dr. Douglas Dix of Deerfern Farms. He is going to basically open up the doors for us and tell us how he got started and what he's currently working with. Here is Dr. Douglas Dix from Deerfern Farms. Okay, so we're here speaking with uh, Dr. Douglas Dix of uh, the infamous Deerfern Farms. And my son was actually asking me, um, where did you come up with the name Deerfern Farms? Actually, I live in the woods. Okay. And the understory is Deerferns. Gotcha. So Deerfern Farms. Gotcha. Okay. What got you started in the Euromastics? I'm a wildlife toxicologist. I work with weird animals anyway. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I was at a reptile show back in, gosh, probably 1991. And ornates just started coming in. Uh-huh. And I walk in the door. The guy at the front has a pair of ornate Euromastics, and they were just stunning. Right. Uh, but I just walked in the door. They were 300 bucks, 400 bucks for the pair, which is about how much money I had on. So I walk around the room one time. Okay. Make sure there's nothing else there. Got around, and they were gone when I got back. <laughs> but I got to talking to the guy. It turns out he had several of them at home. Okay. So I ended up buying 2.3 and then uh, went from there. Took off from there, huh? Yeah, those are great animals. Yeah, they are. I've, and I still visit your website on probably a weekly basis just to look at the <laughs> look at the pictures and the stuff that I, I want to get. I need to update a lot of that. I'm way <laughs> behind. Now, um, one of the things on your website that I like uh, personally is that you won't sell... I want to say it's the Bentai's to right. individuals that are not interested in breeding them. Right, because they're just too rare. You have Bentai's and Ebony's, um, and the same thing with the Somalis. Oh, and the Somalis too. Yeah, okay. they're just too rare. Okay. It's also one that doesn't do well for a lot of people. Okay. And they're probably not going to import very many more of those. Really? So okay. we really need those to go to somebody who's going to produce some babies. Right. Or we'll right. never have them again. Right, okay. Now, what would you recommend? Um, because these are not necessarily the perfect apartment uh, reptile, but they would make a good pet for a new owner um, living in a, uh, an apartment setting. Right. What would be the Euromastics that you would start off with if you were to say, you know, to someone straight off the street that would be interested? what they in want. Movie? I would argue that the easiest ones that are the most forgiving of errors, that tame well, that even if you screw up some, if you call me, I can fix the problem over the phone. Right. Would be Mollies, Moroccans, and Bandits. Okay. Those three in particular. Egyptians are easy too, but they take so much space. Right. Probably not a great choice for most people. Okay. Um, but those two would be my first choice. Mm-hmm. Most people want ornate as their first choice because they're so pretty. Right. Um, <laughs> exactly. If you've had some experience, they're, they're a good one. Uh huh. But they're not forgiving of errors. Right. And okay. that's one. If they start going downhill, they probably have to go to the vet. Oh, okay. Um, I can tell them what's wrong over the phone. Right. But what they need, they got to pick up from the vet. So. Oh, okay. But Molly's Moroccan's Bentai, or I'm sorry, the Bandits, mm-hmm. very, very easy. Okay. And the Bandits, those are the Flavo Immaculatum? Yep. Okay. And now, is that something new that just came in, or has no, that been around they, for a while? Here's the story on those. Probably 20 of those came in, gosh, I want to say it's probably been a dozen years ago now. Three of us set them up. Um, we produced the first babies. Six seven years ago now, mm-hmm. um, I just produced my first FTs. Oh okay. Um, the problem with those is the original adults that came in were really hard to get to cycle, right. so no one had much luck with them. Um, I got a couple young ones in, raised them up, and those are the ones that bred for me. Okay. Those were adults last year. I got my first touch out of those last year, mm-hmm. first F twos. Got another clutch out of those this year. I've been saving those back. Right. 
Um, I, I brought some to sell for the show this weekend, so I, oh, I've got wow. some extras. Awesome. Um, there's probably four people now I know that have set them up. Mm-hmm. At least three people produce babies now. Really? Wow. So with a little luck, I think the bandits will be one to stay. Because it's, it's an easy one to work with. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the easy ones to get to breed. The captive breads anyway are easy to breed. Right. The wild cards are really, really tough. Yeah. Um, it's a nice one. I think that one will be good. Nice, nice. Now, you also do chuck wallows, uh, tortoises and turtles, and Bengal cats. Right. <laughs> so how do you find the time to maintain? i got to be I mean, careful. You've got to have an um, right. unbelievable amount of animals in your... I do, I do. And that's the problem. <laughs> um, and, it, and I've actually cut back some. I don't do all the Euromastic species now. Oh, okay. Um, I focus on about six species now. Wow. Um, my ebonies are all in Japan now. I don't do ebonies anymore. Oh, okay. Um... The main ones I'm actually breeding myself are the bandits, the Moroccans, um, and the ornates. Okay. Um, that's what I put the most effort into. A friend of mine does the mollies. He produces a lot of them. Oh, okay. So I'm holding back the best of what he produces mm-hmm. just in case he gets out of it because some guys don't right. stay long term. Um, but I'm hoping he stays in and I'll just be using him for mollies. Okay. Uh, that saves a lot of time just focusing right. on those. The chucks, the main reason I do the chucks, I don't do a lot of chucks, but no one is doing chucks. Yeah, that's you're one, the only one that I know of. Well, there's a couple guys that have a few. <laughs> oh, okay. the, the problem with Chuck Walls is they keep closing off more and more of the range. And it's uh, just a matter of when before, if it's not in captivity, we'll never have it again. The zoos don't work with them. Right. So we're kind of SOL. They're not the easiest to breed. They're fairly easy to raise. They're right. easy as a pet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some with a little bit of work will, will be easier to breed as we, as we go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Angel Islands, once they breed, the babies are easy. Oh, okay. um, the San Estebans, um, if you have room outdoors, they're easy. Mm-hmm. The babies are easy to raise. Um, the carrot tails, the mainland chucks, the babies are a little bit delicate. Okay. The females a little bit delicate when they're gravid. But otherwise, they're not hard. Just It's the same problem with your mastics. You get one clutch a year. Right. If you blow it, you're waiting another year. Right. Waiting another year. A lot of people don't have the patience to do that. So they get dis- wow. They have one bad year, and they go, hey, I'm done. you got to figure, I mean, I have one bad year out of three easy. And you just have to really? find. Oh, this year was a bad year for me because the weather was so screwy. It got warm in the winter. Everyone was up and ready to go. Then it right. got cold for three months. Oh, Everyone wow. was done. Now they're waiting for the next winter. So I had a terrible year. Lots of eggs, no fertility. Uh-huh. You just have to eat those years and figure. Well, I'll do better next year. Right. Um, right. A lot of guys don't have the patience for that, and they go back to Peter Dragons, which three or four shots a year. Yeah. True. So. True. Now I noticed on your your uh, ornates that I see on the website and that I've seen uh, photographs that you've shared mm-hmm. uh, via email and stuff like that, they are just some of the most stunning Euromastics I've ever seen in my life. I've been to hundreds of pet shops, mm-hmm. never seen your never seen an ornate like the ones that you're producing. I'm not How is that possible? I'm picky about <laughs> what I keep back for one. Okay. Um, but you know, a big problem with the pet shop animals, they bring them in as fresh imports. You're uh-huh. a mess. Okay. And in fact, um, I was at the Daytona show here. Couple three weeks ago, uh-huh. and they had imported some ranch baby ornates. Okay. And I'm looking around at the show, looking at them. They just look terrible. The only reason they look terrible is because they hadn't taken care of them. I, I bought some for myself. Okay. I soaked them. I cleaned them up. I fed them. Within three days, they looked just fine. Wow. But uh, most people don't keep them hot enough, and they right. just don't put any time into them. Ketchups really don't keep them hot enough. Mm-hmm. They want to feed them crickets. Right. And they just don't do well like that. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's hard to get nice ones at a pet shop. The, the one or two mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. they put the time into it, are fine. Right. The bigger stores where they're using some corporate information, you right. know, they treat everything the same. Right. And right. then you're their host. Exactly. Wow. Uh, Dr. Dix, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, meet with us. Oh, no problem. Look forward to seeing your uh, uh, your, your tomorrow and sure, uh, yeah, taking some photos. Thank you very much. Sure. Thank you. 
And there you have it, folks. That was Dr. Douglas Dix from Deer Fern Farms. To learn more about Dr. Douglas Dix, feel free to visit his website at www.deerfernfarms.com. And once again, we would like to thank our unofficial sponsor, Comic Karma, your comics journey destination, hosted by Mr. Michael McClarty. We'd love to hear your feedback at reptileapartment.com your only prescription for captive reptile care. Please leave some comments, give us some feedback, let us know what you think of the show. We look forward to seeing you at the next show.